Hey, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I'm Angela Fazio, and today we have a special episode starring my beautiful co-host and me. We want to share some personal things, and we're always interviewing other people, but never really tell the complete story um, about the two of us. So I hope you will enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hello, how are you? What's up? How are you? I'm so good. It's normally three and today there's two. So today we are going to be talking to you guys about your hosts. That's what we're going to be talking about. We always spend the time getting to know really amazing women. And we've been asked to have an episode where we just talk about ourselves. So that's what we're going to do. And I'm really excited about it for many reasons. First of all, um, Kristen is one of my favorite people on earth. And we have a fun story of how we've met. And we both have families of our own, um, which makes us so passionate about highlighting moms in real estate. So, all right. So, Kristen, I'm going to let you start. Why don't you tell everybody about your family and a little bit of history about you and your husband to get us started today? All right, cool. So um, I actually just celebrated my 11-year anniversary with my husband. And he's great. He's like the complete opposite of me. Um, and when you get to know Dave, like he's just, he's very like humble, quiet, reserved, but he's, um, he's cool. He's like, he restores cars for fun and just a really good guy. And then, um, we had our first son Dean five years ago and, um, Lucas just turned four. He was an accident. Um, and (laughs) it's actually kind of funny because, um, my story is um, when I was pregnant with Dean, I was actually working at GoDaddy and I hated my life there. I hated it. And I was like, I cannot have my son and then all of a sudden go back to this place that I hate. It just really was sitting um, really bad with me. And um, so I had actually Courtney Bea, one of my friends, worked for Chuck and Angela. She was a real estate agent and she's like, hey, they have a position opening up. And um, told me I needed to meet Chuck and Angela, and I did. And that's kind of yeah. crazy, but yeah, so. We asked you that's, that's true. And then what happened was, is we met her at Rock Lobster, which is this amazing sushi place near us. Which and we go all the time. We go all the time. I'm like Orca the Whale with sushi. And <laughs> so um, wine and sushi. Yes. Those two things together are, is God's gift to it us. Is. So we met at Rock Lobster and we had had all of these other people in her position. So I don't know. I was a little, I don't know. I maybe I was grumpy or something. But when I showed <laughs> up, when I showed up, she had her hair in like a top knot. Mm-hmm. And she, I'm sure she interviewed fine. I don't know what my problem is. But I, I'm not I like probably it. didn't. I don't know. I don't know. But top knots were in. Angela just didn't know. <laughs> if I tried to put my hair in a top knot, it would be like one piece of hair. <laughs> so maybe I was jealous. I don't know. But she anyway, started working with us. And one of the things that really did impress me about Kristen is she was really up, um, transparent about 
the importance of family. Like she said, I need you to know this about me. I, my family is so important, right? And I don't want work bulldozing my family, which uh, I loved that part because we are all about, we want to know our people's spouses and, and know about their family and all of that. So that's how, yeah, that is true. That is how you started working with us. And if I'm not wrong, Luke was conceived after our Christmas party. <laughs> after, yes. There's a big running joke with a lot of us that, um, cause I got pregnant the night of their, uh, work party. <laughs> and so everyone's like, says I got pregnant there. No, I did not get pregnant at the work party. <laughs> not at the work party, after the work party, after the work party. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. That, and she has been working. You know what? I looked at, I looked it up. You are coming up on your, I think five year anniversary working with us. Five year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Coming up like. I can't yeah. remember what date, but really over November right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. We should go have sushi and wine. That'll be different. <laughs> Wait, didn't we just do that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, do it again today if you want to. So, um, so she worked with me in the, um, in the, in, a recruiting, like she, her job was to go find real estate agents to come work at revelation real estate, which we had. Right. And so, um, I'll just going to fast forward for a minute because one of my favorite things about EXP is this. Now Kristen and I are still working together, but we're total partners. Mm -hmm. Like it total partners. So we're doing this together and she's benefiting just like I'm benefiting. So that's really exciting to me. If you guys want to know about that, you can call. Um, but I will give you a little bit of background. Most people know, not most people, most people in the real estate industry know of my husband, right? But he's Chuck Fazio, and he and I are not opposites. We are like the same. The exact same. <laughs> really it's really, it's cool. It's cool for me because I'm pretty much a loner. And so I'm just like alone with myself all the time because we do. <laughs> Fun fact about Chuck and me, we met in 2001. And since we started seriously dating, we have never spent, well, we've spent one night apart. And that's because of stupid COVID. And he got kidney stones and they wouldn't let me in, right? That's the only night that we ever spent. I was so worried about you that day. I was like, what is she going to do? Not, I wasn't worried about Chuck. He was going to be fine. But I was like, what? You've never spent a night away from him. Not I'm not afraid, and I'm not afraid or anything like that. You know, some people just are afraid to be by themselves. I'm not afraid at all. It was just so foreign. And so even my yeah. kids knew how foreign it was. And they stayed up with me till like two in the morning. Oh, that's so sweet. Not, not the youngest one, but like till two in the morning to make sure that I, so I could just fall asleep. Anyway, it was cool. And we have six kids. And so ours is two from his first marriage, Danielle, who's about, about any second to have a baby. I can't believe she hasn't had that baby. She's been to the, she's been to the hospital four oh times God. thinking she was going to have that baby. So crazy. Yeah. So, um, so she has a Charlotte who's our granddaughter and about to have Ellie, um, a little girl, and that's going to happen like any day now. And then Charles is 25. So those are the two from, um, Chuck's first marriage. And then I have one from my first who's 21 in a few days, which is so weird. That that's is so crazy. Weird. Um, he's in college at ASU. And then I have a child who we have one together. Our favorite. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He's our favorite. He just turned 16. And um, then we have two adopted kids. Ari is 14 and um, Bentley is almost 10, but he's not 10 yet. And they're brother and sister. 
Oh, yeah, you have a you this, have like the craziest blended family. Look at I, this is the greatest story. Charlotte Loomer is an agent with us and a partner with oh. us at EXP, and she was David's babysitter when oh. he was a baby. That's right. Yeah, so I've known Charlotte for twenty years, and she like was the reason why I felt like I could work and and feel safe. Except, fun fact. The very first day that David was at Charlotte's house, he fell down and split his head open. Oh my God. Did I ever tell you that? He and you kept her around. <laughs> he, he fell. Who cares? I'm not that kind of mom, right? But literally split his head open right there. He had a little scar oh. still. And I still brought her back. <laughs> oh, I, I sold her house too. I forgot about that. I forgot about this. I actually sold her house too. That's awesome. And she's an awesome real estate agent. Anyway, so yeah, we have the six kids and um, which is really funny because that proves that God has a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. And then I guess another fun fact is my, my husband and I, Chuck and I, literally have at least five dates a week. Sometimes six, sometimes seven. At least. That's just what we do. It's fine. Yep. You guys do. And so it's crazy. I feel like I get a date like every other week if I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. But we just, you know what we did? Our And I know all moms and all marriages are different. But what's the most important thing to me? Here's how Chuck and I believe. And I'm not saying that other people don't believe this, but the way that we manifest it. We believe God's first. And you got to keep God at the center of your marriage. And then your husband, husband and wife relationship is second. And then your kids, right? Mm -hmm. And so you have to work within your relationship the way that God formed it. Right. And mm -hmm. for us, and this is not true for everyone, but for us, we need to spend a lot of time together, not just at work, not just because we always have worked together mm -hmm. and work, play, we dream together. We brainstorm together. We go and have dinner with our favorite people like Kristen and Nicole and Rachel and, and we fellowship and just, you know, dream about what we're doing and, and grow. It's, for us, that's like what we need to do to stay healthy. And our kids have known that like from the second either they came into our home because of adoption or whatever. So they're fine with it. They're like, go ahead, go have a date. Yeah. And you're really true to that. You definitely are. And I think that um, a lot of moms I know that are listening are probably like me where like I've gotten so much better. But over the last five years, I have suffered from mom guilt like on another level. Like if I would be driving home from work, I couldn't go to the gym before I get my kids because that was just like more time. And I'm kind of obsessed with time. So I would just kind of, it would just like eat me up. So I like didn't spend time on myself for so long and spend time for me and my husband. I put my kids first all the time and I still put my kids first a lot. And I, I know in the back of my head, like I need to be putting me and my husband first. It's just it's hard. It's really hard, especially when they're young. As they're getting older, like I see myself and I see Dave getting better about it. But um, I just feel like when you're in the the day to day, it's like really easy to get caught up and forget how important it is to um, be intentional with your connections with your spouse and make sure you're dating. And you just have to put it on the calendar, like and have a babysitter booked. And I, I think that's where I'm just I'm. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard, and I know that. I know that a lot of people struggle with that, but here's what happens if you don't like over the years. And I had, I was married my before and I had the shittiest marriage. It was so bad. It was so bad. And, and 
so what I have now is so special to me and God put it in my heart that I'm so passionate about marriage. I'm so passionate about dating your husband and about making sure you do that. Cause what happens if you don't, you wake up one day, the kids are gone and you don't know each other. Yeah. That's why so many people get divorced after the kids are either like in high school or, you know, kind of more independent or when they're gone out of the house, because you look at the other person, you're like, shit, what do we do now? We don't even know each other. I know that's a terrifying thought. Yeah. So that's why you have to be, that's in my mind. You have to be intentional. The thought I have to say to myself, the thought of me not knowing my husband, like I know him today, mm -hmm. that slipping away, that is like mm -hmm. mortifying to me. So yeah. preserve it at all costs. I'm really passionate about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm going to tell you fun facts about Kristen. Uh, um, she, first of all, she really, truly is one of my very best friends. And here's her, here are her strengths. I've never met anybody like her that can connect people. Like, this is what I mean. She'll meet somebody in real estate. Obviously, that's what we do. We connect people in real estate. She'll meet somebody in real estate and she'll be like, I know exactly who you need to talk to. And she'll introduce them to somebody else. And they and it's almost always exactly right. Like, maybe they have a skill that's similar or maybe they have a personality that's similar. She's a master connector. That's how Rachel Krill says it, by the way. <laughs> She was just saying last night we were out to dinner with two agents and she was telling telling them the same thing. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gift from God. It's you are a master connector. You're great at building relationships. It brings you joy. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to imagine in 15 years of running a brokerage, the number one thing to, to a successful brokerage is recruiting. That's what uh -huh. it is. Successful real and all you real estate agents, same thing for you. If you say, Well, I'm not a recruiter, yes, you are. You just recruit buyers and sellers. That's what you do, right? Yeah. So um, so you have to recruit like crazy. And we went through so many people who thought that they could do it. And she is the only one who absolutely is a master, master, master of it. And there are team leaders today. There are lots of team leaders today that think their whole team building and they should um, give you all the credit because you built their entire team. Entire I connected team. them. Yeah, <laughs> you connected them. You connected yeah. them. So that, yeah. that's like a really special gift that, that Kristen has. And um, I admire really strong, beautiful women who excel. So that's my friend, Kristen. Yeah, I just think it's so fun. You know, I had to kind of like, you know, close my eyes and figure out how to enjoy my job and, and really think about that. And what I enjoy doing even before I started as a recruiter is, um, you know, I enjoy um, like community and being around people and, um, you even ask my friends, like, they'd be like, oh, if we go do something with you, you're inviting all these people. Like, they, like my best friends would be like, who are these random people? And I'd be like, well, now they're your friends. Like, and I just, I love being able to, to see people connect and, and to form their own relationships. And I feel like I'm lucky and fortunate because I'm in front of so many people in our industry every day to be able to be a blessing to whoever I'm in front of and, and say, you need to meet this person regardless of where they're at. Like I, the way that I recruit is like, I'm not my, of course I want everyone to work with me, but my goal is like, how can I bring you value? And you're going to see that and end up wanting to work with mm -hmm. me. But, um, I, I just get so much joy out of it. And I think that it's, I think everyone needs to realize sometimes when you're in real estate, you're so burnt out because you're doing things you don't like. And I'm like, I don't see myself getting burnt out. I'm a recruiter. Most people burn out of that position in six months to a year. But what I'm doing is I'm making friends every day and I get to, um, like 
I, it's just not, it's not something that I'll ever burn out of because I just, I love meeting new people, you know? Yeah. You have to tell everyone what your, what your son Dean said about it, about your dog. Well, yeah. My five-year-old told me the other day, I, I just want to make more friends. I, I want, like, he just wants a lot of friends. He's very social. And I told him, I said, you know, what's kind of crazy Dean is my job is to go out and make new friends every single day. And he kind of looked at me and I was like, it really is like, that's, that's my job. And I'm, I'm, you can find something like that too, you know? Yeah. I, that is the truth. I, I love what I do too. So I know exactly what you mean. Like if you are doing, if you're using the, the talents and the skills that God gives you and you're applying them in a way that is fun for you, then you don't get burnt out really. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. All right. Let's see. Any more fun facts about you? Um, I mean, I have a lizard and now I have a snake and I have, I don't know, people, it, you know, I'll tell a fun fact because I, I find I get so much like joy out of this. So I do like a lot of, um, I like having people at my house and, um, when I have like a lot of my girlfriends over, they all gravitate toward, toward my bearded dragon. And, it, and I'm not kidding. Ask Angela. She came over with Rachel and they both were holding my dragon last I week. I had it. a bunch of a bunch of girls in our real estate industry over and um, Jackie Schaffner, one of my friends, she's holding the lizard like a, like a little baby. And she, I'm like, you're going to get one next. And then Erin Etheridge, she was on moms in real estate. She was at my house and she's holding my bearded dragon. And I'm like, this thing is like, <laughs> I'm telling you, if it's there's a single guy out there that is trying to get a date with a girl, I think you just need to carry a bearded dragon around and I think it will work. <laughs> well, yours is so pretty. He is pretty. Yeah. He's not that smart, but he is cute. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the people I know. You're so pretty. Someone, someone <laughs> asked me, do bearded dragons have um, personalities? I said, well, my friend's bearded dragon is a bitch. She really is. <laughs> I said, and mine's not smart, so I think they do. I think they do, too. Why is it every time I get to, like be in the spotlight on a podcast. I talk about my bearded the dragon. That is weird. That You're is weird. I have problems. I think, <laughs> I think the, if, um, I think it is because it's yellow and you make pictures that make it look like it's thinking. Mm. Like on top of the, watching the pool or like with the dog or whatever it makes it look like it's thinking or something. Yes. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram, go follow me so you don't think I'm such a creep, okay? Well, you guys, we just wanted to give you a little insight into what what we do and who we are and our friendship and our families and our passions for what we do. So if you don't like who you're working with, you should come and call us because we are delightful and we will work with you. <laughs> we have a good time. <laughs> yeah, we do. Well, thank you guys for listening today and God bless you all. And we'll see you next week. Bye.